0: Welcome back to the TNT B&B Podcast.
1: On these episodes, we'll be bringing in a guest host to discuss certain categories of movies.
0: Categories such as movies around the world, franchisees, and genre.
1: Certain directors, actors, actresses, and so much more.
0: So sit back, mix a drink, and enjoy.
1: Listener beware, we will be spoiling the shit out of this. Here we go again. We are... Two weeks out from the Oscars, so it only made sense to do our favorite best picture nominee from this year. There were ten nominees, I believe. So there was yeah. This amp- is
2: the big, the biggest one. Yeah, it's the biggest
1: nominees there are. First time. So yeah, quite an eclectic category. I think there were some good ones. Some I wasn't all that interested in, but
0: yeah, I mean. This one, I actually did more detailed notes than I normally do because Oscar movies tend to be more dramatic, a little bit, like to me, watching a few of them, I started mashing them all together again, (laughs) like in my head, because they're both kind of similar, but kind of like, so in my head, like, I'm like, okay, so I got to work it three o'clock today. I was like, mine was relatively short. So, um, I don't know I'm just saying, but I had to rewatch mine the second time. So, okay. All right. So, I mean, we're sticking to the usual, uh, McMaster's, um, and diet Pepsi. Um, why change it up? <laughs>
2: Well, summer will be here soon. Eventually, you're going to have to change something, well, yeah. okay?
0: Um, well, the other night, I had a lot of uh, Mexican mules, and I can't touch tequila for a little bit.
2: Mm. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm drinking Paloma from the donkey again. Oh, see,
1: we've um, been rocking that for a while now, too. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, I mean, it's canned, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, it's pre-canned for me, so it's, not, it's pretty good, you know. And I just thought, you know I'm just going to go with it. I had some gin and tonics last night. Uh, uh, this week I've had sake, so I was trying to like mix it up a little bit, doing some different things. There you go. Again. Yeah. I just, it just, I'm just ready for summer to be here. You know, when I have this, I just think of summer. You know, it is slight, it's, it's crispy, it's refreshing. Uh, I just couldn't even remotely think of something else at that point in time. And like, I, I love it. It's got a good, it's tequila and I like it. It's just what I need. However, there's salt everywhere because the cat decided she wanted it.
0: (laughs) That happens.
2: Well, she's a little piglet is what she is Mm -hmm. because she's not quite a year old yet. She was eating (coughs) cheese. She ate like half Jim's cheesecake the other day. Like literally. I mean, I get it. It's cheese. (laughs) <laughs> it's cheesecake, okay? <laughs> and she, and if I, if I need to distract her from doing anything, I throw pop. I throw popcorn at her, and she plays with the popcorn and runs around with it in her mouth. I pick the shit up. <laughs> 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 so the bag of popcorn is like just like seriously. I'm like, well, she was behave- not behaving. So yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a that happens. Trust me.
2: I know. So, yeah, I don't know. I just, I looked down and there's like salt everywhere and Jim's like, did you do this? I'm like, nope, better be her. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and drink my, drink my little beautiful Paloma from Donkey. Sounds good. We'll be having homemade chili later on tonight. Yeah. It's been in the, it'll, it's it's by the time we have it today, it's been in the crock pot for 15 hours.
0: Oh, that will be really
2: Ooh, good. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it.
0: Yeah, I've been craving white chicken chili, but.
2: Oh, it's been a while since I made that. I may have to do that someday yeah i'll have to definitely do that i mean you're you're absolutely right i mean are we gonna take a moment and run down the list i mean we said 10 are we gonna just say all the ones you know so at least they
1: know i've got the list pulled up right now so we can do that So
2: okay go ahead do it
1: nominees are nightmare alley okay don't look up dune drive my car belfast licorice pizza the Power of the Dog, West Side Story, King Richard, and Coda.
2: I just want to take this moment that like you said, we just said this, this is one of the most comprehensive lists that we've ever seen. It's the most nominees yeah. I think they've ever had. But which is really good about this, I just want to say that you're looking at Don't Look Up and Power of the Dog. Those are Netflix originals. Yep. Yeah. And Coda is an Apple TV original. That's yeah. right. So once again, I I, I wanna take you no know, kudos to um you know, the Academy for for starting to recognize that these streaming services are contributing more than just fodder. I mean, you know, two years ago would they have even considered you know, before COVID, would, would they have even considered you know well, their movies technically to be academy worthy because they weren't theatrical releases but once again code you know COVID changed everything and i just i feel like this is one of the things that it did change for the better you know here they're here they are there they're acknowledging at least the worthiness of some of these
1: independent yeah, I, I know streaming services they when they started allowing streaming movies to be included they yeah. put a stipulation on it where it had to have at least some kind of theatrical release. Yeah. It just meant, I mean, you could just hit New York, Chicago, L.A., and that would count. Yeah, but I think they just, threw that yeah. all out the window this year because of the whole COVID shutdown and all that.
2: Which, like I said, I I I appreciate them for growing with the times. You know, it's like they molded, they adapted, and they acknowledged the fact that everything changed and that's why i think we have such a comprehensive list and they were a lot we were allowed well, to, the academy can choose from look at how many people they can choose from the all this list that's it's a good scope allowing these streaming services to be included
0: yeah yeah for sure and the one yeah. thing about the oscars is <clears throat> i wish they would have went without a host again
1: yeah the last couple of years they've done hostless have been so much better than Did
2: we have a host this year i didn't even pay attention
3: three of them
1: Amy Schumer. Oh. oh. Wanda Sykes.
2: Oh.
3: <laughs> and
1: I can't remember who the third one was. It's another woman. Are
2: we throwing a guy in there at least or something?
1: Nope. It's another woman. Okay. God, let me pull it up quick. Yeah,
2: like the the smaller ones. They
1: haven't. Regina house. Hall is the yeah. third. Oh, there you go. Who I, am- I, I like her, but the other two I can do without
2: um, my husband just pointed out that they've already picked out some of the lesser categories and gonna be doing that virtual.
1: Yeah, they're not doing the full list on the, uh,
0: like on the so live show. Bullshit rewar- awards? Is that where? Well,
1: they'll probably do some of the visual shit and maybe even it. documentary um, short film or something.
2: Which they have to, in the grand scope of things. You know, we've also expanded. The academy awards to more categories but with the same time you can't run something that long on the air
1: yeah i mean it's, that's the big Logistically, argument against it doesn't work every no, year it is it's just too fucking long we're and always see, drunk by the end of it so we don't even remember who won best picture half the time yeah
2: well i can see you know i can see why you know true diehards are true Followers are kind of being pissed off about that, but they have to realize once again everything has to adapt, especially with COVID. You know, at least it's a little more back to normal than what it has been in the past. You know, last yeah, couple of years. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um who's going first?
0: Well, that's me. Okay. So I
2: think I know which one you did, so I'm just letting you know.
0: I, mean, I think I I'm gonna I shock think you. you do. Yeah.
2: You're gonna shock me.
0: Oh, I'm pretty sure.
2: I'm pretty... uh, That's not going to be good. I mean, if you're shocking me, it's not going to be good.
0: Oh, here we go. I chose Belfast. What? Yeah.
2: Okay, first of all, your man crush you did not choose? No. (laughs) Really? Yes. Oh. My god. Okay. Okay, I'm I'm good with this. I'm good. You know, everyone if everyone doesn't know your man crush, you know. I just want oh, to. Yeah. You
0: know. Um you're talking nightmare. I did watch it. Allie.
2: Bradley Cooper. Okay, go yep. ahead. We're doing the Belfast. Belfast.
0: Okay. Yeah. 7.3 IMDB. Rotten okay. Tomatoes. 87%. Um, didn't have a meta. Um but. The kid in this Jude Hill, I think he's got a good, promising career for him. He's got some comedic, he's got a lot of good acting skills for him. So I'm ready for his career. But has uh, Katrina um, Balfe, Bayfield. okay, Balfe, Jamie Dorman, Judy Dench, um. Not really much else. Well, but, it had Dame Judy
2: Dungeon. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. But the
0: director, writer, Kenneth... Uh, how, how Branna. Branna, Yeah. But what I like about this is this is based on true events from his life. <laughs> Loosely based. It says, uh, yeah, it says whatever I wrote, so... Um, but Buddy was the character that it was based off of, or loosely based. Okay. Um, it's about the 1969, well, let's just go in the beginning. I love how the beginning is showing uh, Belfast in modern day color. And you're just okay. looking at it. And then it goes into 1969 black and white. And the no. black and white was done perfectly. Like the, so the way he were great. How he did it all How he Just made it look So real Like It was just shot perfectly Like that's all I, Have you seen this?
2: No it was not, not. Okay I did not get I didn't see this because technically it's not streaming And I did not spend Eight hours at a movie theater In the past couple of days <laughs> mm, I heard about that one <laughs> but yeah. I did it was on my list because of course it was 1969 and of course I love everything associated with that year yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I did I did read some a couple little synopsis on it just so I would be so I can make an informed decision if I'm going to be picking Oscars yeah. I just want a little more informed decisions because it's got several good actors and it's got a great director in it but and just like you said the young actor um, they're comparing him to uh, Jamie Bell.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, who did Billy Elliot. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that coming of age. I mean, there was a couple, um, I want to say, comparisons and a couple of the synopsises that I had read online or critics, uh, what they had written. But I had looked at it, and exactly one of the things that they said was they actually compared— um, I don't want to say the visual mm-hmm. to a reversed, reverse Wizard of Oz. Um, where you start off with the bright and cheerful with the color,
3: mm-hmm.
0: but
2: it's not really bright and cheerful.
0: No, it goes into that real. It, yeah, the best way to say it is: there's black and white, and there's really just four. Oh, we watch it in four K, but four okay. K black and white
1: they do put a spackling of color in there like in one scene they go to the theater to see chitty chitty bang bang
2: oh love that movie and as
1: the movie is being shown in color as they're in black and white watching a color movie yeah
2: where like i said it was comparison to like a reverse wizard of oz where yeah but, you know the black and white was a dreary for dorothy and then she gets to you know oz and it's bright and cheerful and it was a new world He's remembering and it's all the black and white is actually his cheerful remembering, even though it was, it was a hard, harsh times. It's, I thought it was a very good synopsis. I'm trying to, I don't, I want to say it was the Atlantic that had that review. Maybe not. I might be wrong, but no. So continue. Um, He's in 1969. So, yeah. Yep, go ahead. So
0: it starts off with Buddy kind of going through the streets, like heading home and his mom's calling him. And everybody on the streets are like, buddy, your mom's calling you. And he's like, yeah. And then, like, this guy's joking with like, oh, she's got onions and liver or whatever. He's like, oh, no, she doesn't. You're just joking with me. She told me about you or something. And as he's walking through the streets, also, like, chaos starts breaking loose. Like, um, it's basically the um, working class um, Ulster Protestant families. Um Attacking the Catholic uh, businesses and homes. Yep. And so, with Buddy being one of the Protestants' fa- family, um, they weren't attacking them. So, the mother grabs him and starts putting it under the table, and stuff starts going freaking insane. So, that started off like everything. What I have to bring in, and I think you noticed it when we saw it. <coughs> But the kid was reading a Thor comic. At one point, yeah, he was. The director and writer, he, he directed, directed Thor. Thor. Yeah. yeah, so they, it was like a, he brought a little comeback to what he what he first did. Not first, but what he did back in the time. Yeah. So, I thought that was really cool.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, once again, little Easter eggs. I I I, I appreciate those Easter eggs. No, I like I said, I did not see this movie, but you did. I mean, you're looking at you know the IRA, the Protestants. How I mean, that's a conflict that's been happening since. Let's be honest, the Church of England was formed, yeah, and the Protestants, the Catholics. I mean, there has been. That's for lack of a better, that's it's a religious war. It's always been a religious war. You yeah. know, it's it's just like in Israel, you know, with the Palestinians, and it's a thing. But I think we tend to forget about it because it's not there, but it's not in the news as much as it used to be. But for him to set Belfast in that as a coming of age, growing up in the hard working districts, you know, of you know, middle, you know, working class Irish families is a perfect setting to show that a a child can prosper. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it like shows this kid just, um, like he, he's in class and he really likes this girl. Her name's um Catherine and <clears throat> like with, if you get the highest score, you start moving closer to the front of the thing and she's been in the front row for X amount or whatever. So he's trying to get up to the front thing so he can sit next to her because They keep making eye comment or eye content with each other, and finally, when he makes it to the front, she has to move the back. So he's sitting next to her. He took her place. Yeah, yeah. he took her place. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm I'm just gonna end the story like not end it, but I'm just gonna continue with this girl too, real quick. Just so, Mm -hmm. so they ended up talking, becoming friends, and with all this stuff going on between the Catholics and the Protestants. They, she is a actual Catholic mm-hmm. and what what's really cool about this whole thing is how they ended it and I will say the ending until I finish it but they ended up becoming friends and stuff like that so um but uh buddy's cousin. Um, Mora is, she's a troublemaker. Like, um, they, she actually convinced buddy to go into this, uh, this candy store and steal a bunch of chocolate because she's like going to the, like, well, they're she's, joining she's, a protest into the gang. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, so they go and everything goes south. It just went bad. And so, what happens again is um like she can she convinces join the gang and what i didn't explain before is buddy's dad works in england so he's not there during the weekdays sometimes not even comes home like every other weekend if he can yeah if he can and um he works in england he's a leader or part for a I don't know what they call that again.
1: Yeah, I don't quite remember exactly what it's
0: talking about. But he works for this big, basically, like, they move him around. And he owes money to, like, the... He owes back taxes. Back taxes to the uh, Belfast. And so he's getting ready to, like, hey, let's move, let's do this, like, and ends up at the end. Like he gets a promotion and they move the family to England because that's where they go.
1: Well, initially he was looking at going to Vancouver, Sydney. Yeah. And his, his
0: wife is like,
1: I, all I know is Belfast,
0: like, but we didn't talk about, um, his parents like yeah. they, that's Judy Dench and Ciaran Hines is the yes. grandpa. And, um, they're really close. He ends his, their pa ends up dying and Buddy was really close to them. And I don't know, like it's one of those movies that I can keep on going on because there's a lot of stuff that happens. Like, um, the dad ends up like, so let's go back to the cousins real quick. Like she ends up, uh taking buddy and going into the grocery store and they steal laundry to that's him. when yeah shit started really and shit started going, going crazy but the dad came with the um british army to end the riot because that's what he was doing over there he brought them there to I'm sure
1: he's the one i don't think they just showed up at no. the same time i'm not sure no he brought them
0: okay it was an imdb That's because I had to clarify So I started going through the trivia and stuff like that. Um, so he saved the riot. The mom tried to bring the, or that she brought the boy and the girl to go back to the grocery store to return it to just, you know, make them look like shit. And with all that happened, they had to leave Belfast, and they went to England and started a new life. And it ends with their grandma, um, Saying just go, just go, like after losing her husband and losing her grandson and her son and her basically her family, she couldn't go with them. She only knows Belfast. She's gonna stay there, but she knows that they need to leave. So it's kind of like an emotional ending.
1: I mean, at at the core of this movie, it's it's a family drama with
0: yeah
1: the riots kind of playing off in the background. But, I mean, the sole focus of this movie is on the family.
0: Yeah. And there was a scene in the church where the priest, like, that they went, he basically was supporting Talked the whole... Talking about the fork in the road and all yeah. that. Yeah. So he, it was kind of like one of those harsh kind of, like, why the heck are you saying this in a church thing? So everybody's taken back through that. But, Yeah. I mean, I won't lie. I typically don't like black and white movies. This really? one, written and... I think it's my vision. But since I got glasses, maybe I like them better. But... Um,
2: it shocks me on that. Considering, you know, so many black and white movies. Old school ones, the classics are in black. You know, I'm yeah. just saying.
0: But this one's well done. Well played great ending um yeah um definitely recommend it we got it off a friend's streaming site but
2: well i it was released on dvd um dvd um on march 1st technically i believe you can get it on
1: yeah, it's Time available right for now. rent or purchase now. It's yeah. just
2: not streaming with the service you have to rent or purchase. Correct. You know, and it's yeah. kind of like, okay. Yeah. Which, now, my question is here. Did you choose this one? Because you said you, you watched several. Okay.
3: Yeah. Not that
2: you watched all 10. But did you choose this one because you think it's going to win? No. Or because it, Okay. Gotcha. Did you choose this one because you think it's not getting it's... enough recognition?
0: I chose this one because I guess I probably went in with the little weakest, like the weakest thoughts, but it exceeded the thoughts that I it had. That makes sense. Like
2: should have got more recognition and you wanted to.
0: Yeah. Take like a look at it. I would have, if this wasn't an Oscar nominee, I probably would never found this. And okay. to be honest, like we watched the trailer I'm like, well, this really looks good. And then a friend from work's like, "Hey, you can have this account, Trav." So I looked it up and we're going scrolling through what she had and I was like, "Damn, that's one we just saw the trailer for." And so I'm like, "We're going to have to watch it." Oh. And I watched it and I was like, "That's a really good movie."
1: It was well-deserving diver- well of the nomination, for sure.
2: Okay. So it's one of those sleeper hits that's getting some of the nominations that more people should recognize. Like I said, it was on my radar to watch it. I just didn't. don't mean to sound like chintzy. I mean, I spend more than a cup of coffee sometimes. But, you know, when you have umpteen million services that we pay for. Oh, yeah, <laughs>
3: you know, I understand.
2: You know, once in a while you're just like, eh. But let me read about it, you know. And I'm thinking to myself, if it's, if of course, if it starts streaming, I'll, of course, absolutely watch it without a problem, you know, if it's on one of those services, you know, yeah. where it's not, it, I want to say when it's included in the price. And between all the services we have, you know, it'll it be should on be there, there
0: eventually. Yeah. It
2: will be on there eventually. So it is on my radar also. But once again, how many people have not seen it or even heard of it? Because once again, COVID changed the world and it didn't get as much runtime in the theaters or recognition, that those people are going to miss it because they just don't know about it. That's why I think you're going with this one. And honestly, I mean, it's got the names attached to it. It's got a pretty
0: cast for sure. I mean, okay, I really, yeah, you're going to have to watch this, and I definitely recommend it because it is one of those movies that is a shocking like whole wow and you know i mean i'll just say it the bradley cooper (laughs) one was too long oh in my -hmm. opinion when i watched it okay um well played good movie two hours and 40 minutes two and a half we'll get to the ones we didn't pick yeah exactly but But i'm just saying like you know you were shocked that it chose that one i'm like if they would have cut like maybe 20 minutes they should have cut at least half hour but Uh in my thoughts i'm like it was too long and you kind of start losing focus is what how i felt i like Uh how they i like their thoughts and where they went but Again, I lost a little focus because they went too long. Okay, that
2: makes makes sense. It makes sense.
0: It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. yeah. Oh, so that's where I was gonna end this. Um, with this movie. Um, but before they left for England, Buddy and his dad um, went to go say goodbye to Catherine. And they walk away and uh, Buddy's like, do you think there's ever going to be a day that we can get be with each other again? And his dad's like, oh, yeah. And his dad, or he looks at his dad, he's like, but we're Catholic. Or, but she's Catholic. And his his dad's like, well, I guess we're going to have to go do our... uh, Go to confession. Go to confession now. And just basically saying it's okay to be with somebody that's. Well, I mean, different.
1: he even told him, like, I don't care if she's Muslim. I don't care if she's Catholic. I don't care if she's Baptist. If she's a nice person with a good heart, she's welcome at our table. Or yes. something like that. That's
2: the whole point. You know, it, it does teach you acceptance. This movie does teach you acceptance of who you are. So that's, I mean, that's a great message across no matter what. Exactly. Doesn't matter. Yeah. In the and, time that we're
0: dealing with right now, this is. That's what I yeah. really enjoy about this movie is, and- And that ties also, into the opening I have scene. I say, the music. The music is oh fantastic. Oh my God, the music is what also makes it. Like, it's that old time music that fits in the black and white that you're just like, like everlasting love. Like, that was played in there. Like, that is, I don't know. The music they chose for this movie, you could not choose any better.
2: Do we have the Do we have the composer up? Do we know? I mean, I don't have Bell Pass pulled up right now.
0: Uh, do. <clears throat> I do. Mean, I just have my shitty Samsung, so that doesn't work.
1: Oh. It was nominated for seven awards.
0: Uh,
2: okay.
1: Original Screenplay, Best Picture, uh, Actor and Supporting for Sierra Hines, Best Sound, uh, Best Director. Achievement in Music, written for a motion picture by Van Morrison.
0: Jeez, really? Okay, that. okay,
2: okay, okay. Van Morrison. I mean, he is. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. You know. That I didn't realize is Van.
2: Traveling Wilburys, What can we say? <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right. <laughs>
2: Sorry. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm dating myself. Oh and my
1: also God. a supporting role for Judy Dench.
2: Okay, well that's good. I mean, she is awesome. See, she,
0: yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, if it's ever on sale, voodoo. Uh, if
1: it goes on sale, Plan on buying it for sure. Yeah.
0: I'm, okay. This movie that's was good. I mean, this is good Oscar to know. Oscar, what movies are going to go on sale soon?
1: I would imagine right after. Yeah.
3: Absolutely.
0: But yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll rate this right now because I saw it. I give this one an eight out of ten. Okay. Yeah,
2: so that's I'd, a huge difference.
1: I get. I. I. I go better. I give it like an eight five.
0: I was going to go eight and a half, but i yeah I'll go eight and a half that was my original thought, but then I was like, I don't know, but yeah, I'll give it eight and a half,
2: okay, so once again, you're looking at i m b d of seven point five nine you you know you know it's got great it's got great you know you know ratings across the board, so that's good I mean at least it's well received, you know, so even you're saying it's worth it for eight point five
0: yeah, I'd say eight point so, five for sure, definitely okay, then, agree with that. Okay. All right.
1: Had you not chosen this, I would have. I. I That's thought this, why I, I thought this movie yeah. was outstanding. Okay. So I wanted to keep the variety going, so I chose something different.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, it's a movie that came out a while ago that dropped and then disappeared and just got dropped back on HBO Max. I chose Dune. Okay. Which has an IMDb of 8.1, a Metascore of 74, Rotten Tomatoes of 84% tomato meter, 90% audience, had a budget of 165 million. Domestically, $108,147,339. Worldwide, $400,491,298. It was directed by, I'm going to Butcher this guy's name Denis Villeneuve I think
2: Yep No it's good He did
1: good Okay Written by John Spates Denis Villeneuve Eric Roth Based on the novel By Frank Herbert Okay I'm going to assume You saw this Absolutely I'm going to assume You read the book Or books
2: All of them them. Yes I did
0: Okay Did you choose this (laughs)
2: No I did not choose this I did not choose this so you guys are okay So I mean I was having I mean in all honesty I rewatched this again You know what I'm saying Because it dropped like you said it dropped in October yeah. and It was there for like 30 days And then it came back and now it's dropped again It's the way HBO Max does stuff Yeah yeah um, Absolutely strong cast or whatever But you're looking at David Lynch, so, Vision. You're looking at the miniseries Vision, and now this Vision.
1: Yeah, you know my my only uh, experience with the Dune story is from the David Lynch movie, which I saw when I was like ten, okay. and haven't
0: revisited it. So okay. I have to say, not my style movie. Yeah, you fell asleep. Yeah. I, when we so watched I it. have a rule. <laughs> There are certain movies I fell asleep to. Black Panther, not a big fan, fell asleep. Dune, not a big fan, fell asleep. So yeah, not my favorite movie.
2: Well, here's here's my here's my husband's comment. What the hell is going on? I
1: lost track again.
0: <laughs> it's a pretty. And that dense... was me. I was watching it, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to bed." Like I just fell asleep while watching. I was like, "I'm not into this." It's a pretty You're dense story. Well, he also
2: looked over me. He also looked over me one time and said, "He goes, are you following this? Good. I'm glad you are. I'm not."
0: <laughs> so we're on the same page, thank God.
2: <laughs> you and my husband are on the same page. That being said, I'm going to give kudos to uh, this vision of uh, Villoneve mm-hmm. um, compared to David Lynch and the miniseries also. Uh, which was on sci-fi i believe it was made for sci-fi
3: yeah
2: um i'm gonna give him kudos on it being more true to frank herbert's book than david lynch's however david lynch's there was two opening monologues you had the basic one where you know right right yeah and then there was another one that that was in the director's cut so that being said Great, being more true to the book. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, more true to the book. I'm gonna go ahead, but go ahead and continue with yours. So yeah, I've definitely seen this. So let's go.
1: Well, I'm just the reason I picked this. I mean, like I said, I probably would have done Belfast otherwise, but I like when genre movies get nominated because it doesn't happen all that often. So when it does happen. I'd like to champion that a little bit. Um, you no, know, this might be the most visually stunning movie I've ever seen.
2: It is, you know, and in all honesty, I'm gonna agree with you on that one. Um, I believe it's nominated for visual effects. Yeah, and, it's gonna clean it
1: house on all the visual shit. I, would I
2: absolutely. I mean, I know. I mean, I noticed that Nightmare Alley and a couple other ones were nominated, also, but I almost feel like those were and also ran yeah you got to nominate something we nominate so, these people too you know exactly um the visuals in this even the lighting and the shadows
3: Absolutely. where
2: you're seeing the desert you are able to see the desert in its all of its depth and its extent based on the hills and the mounds and the ridges and i guess that compared to of course once again they probably cgi'd it but you know i get it compared to what david lynch did it was just dunes know yeah. i don't mean to say just dune but this visual even the the vast landscape of it i mean you see the houses of the Landsrat and the the ships going in and um the costumes and you know I feel like they not that not that it's over the top because when I say over the top I think of um uh, Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. Okay. Which was beautiful. I mean in its own visual way way with the costumes and stuff. But this costume's almost like they were effortlessly, effortlessly decided on to where they fit the characters that they moved with the ease of who they were. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, and not only that, okay, there gone. was an explanation for why they were wearing, like, the Freeman suit that absorbs the water and filters it. and Like, there was a reason they were wearing what they were wearing.
2: Yeah. And I personally liked, um, you know the Sto- S- sudogarden which was you know the elite killer troops i think they expanded on that more um but to show how they were almost like ninja ninjas but at the same time bulky and brutes do you
3: yeah you, oh absolutely yeah
2: yeah where they they were almost like bulky brutes that were viking ninjas I mean, I guess I guess the way to say, it, I know what I'm saying, but, and I appreciated, you know, the visuals of the fighting, even also with the hunter seekers and all that. Yeah. I felt like where if you looked at David Lynch, um, you know, when they take over, you know, Ar- you know, Arrakis, you know, and they're like, it's almost like you're they're running around like 1940s combat troops you know like yeah the, sure. the mechanized little hunter seekers were seeking people or you know they had the guy doing the um casting of oh, the signaling out it was like 40 it's like how you know you have ancient things set in the future this one actually felt like the technology matched the year it was in there we go
1: right and,
2: okay, continue to go on. Sorry. I mean, this is something, you know, I watched and it was really good. So,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, just uh, back to the visuals. I've never really been upset that I hadn't gone seen a movie in IMAX until this okay. one. I wish I could have, I wish I would have seen this in, on an IMAX screen. I mean, just absolutely. the way, like, the sandworms, they make the, I mean, the sand almost move like water. It was, I thought it was absolutely stunning it was beautiful.
2: And the way, you know, the scene the sandworms in David Lynch's or the TV series, I'm not gonna say they were crude. These were almost beautiful. Yeah. Slinky. The sirens or the mermaids of the desert, you know, they were the fluidity of their movements was absolutely beautiful compared to what we've seen before. Once again though, here we are, 2020. Just to say it the CGI has finally caught up to certain people's visions from 1965. Exactly. Yeah, you know, and that's the point. And, you know, and if it doesn't win the visuals, I would be quite shocked.
1: I would be even the, co- even, even, the
2: co- even the costume design. And even, I I will go back and forth on the music or the score. Or I, 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 I,
1: I've, very much enjoyed the score of this one for sure.
2: Yeah. I mean I see this sweeping all the stuff. You know, and you have that you know how you have that uh five elite category? Mm. The only there's only like five pitchers that have won more than five Oscars. Right. The five of the five. I can see this winning. Like, you know, the, the screen not the screenplay, but like the costume, the sound, the editing. I can see like it winning all these four. And when it comes down to it, struggling to get that fifth. Yeah. But at the I, same time, I would be upset if it doesn't get the ones that it should be a given to it.
1: Yeah, I think uh, cinematography, I mean, yeah. uh, film editing even. Yep. Uh, music could be a toss-up, but production design, visual effects. I mean, those costume, seem to be shoe yeah. costume.
2: Like I said, it's definitely, you know, definitely. it It is one of those ones that it dropped on HBO Max. It was October when it dropped. Yeah. Once again, here we are going, <sighs> COVID, we hate you all. You know, and we didn't, I didn't personally go to it, but I watched HBO Max. Yep, and then I, I rewatched the it. I rewatched it two days ago, just because I wanted to refresh my memory with it. Yeah. And I was once again stunned by its intensity. And not even that, even who, the casting.
1: Oh, it's got an enormous cast.
2: Just even whoever assembled that cast, kudos
1: absolutely there almost seems like there should be an oscar for like the ensemble cast
2: once again i think we've talked about this before because i an ensemble cast is huge and they're all big names in their own right oh for sure so to be able to assemble them with and i honestly didn't hear of any any scandals or egos coming out of this one. You know how you hear about some filming, you know, all the oh, scandals and yeah, yeah. egos. So even that being said, they worked well together. And I felt like some of them played off very well. And once again, I'm looking at Jason Moma and he's, you know, whatever, you know, and occasionally I have a hard time getting beyond the fact that he is the, you know, he's Cal Drago, you know, yeah. and then of course, <laughs> Aquaman or whatever, but- I love this, him as
0: a person.
2: Yeah, I you know, in honesty, I can see him. I forgot I forgot about his other movies. Just like, you know, what's his name again? I'm having a moment. Oh my god. The Duke. He was oh, in Star Wars. Uh, yeah. Why am I having a minute here? God, I hate myself here.
1: Oscar okay. Isaac.
2: Yeah, but once again, you see them and I was able to forget they had been in other movies. So whoever chose them chose correctly.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is one movie I can't really talk much about because like I said, I I I'm like your husband. I can't I can't I can't do this movie. I'll take a good nap because it's not worth it.
1: Oh I mean it's essentially
0: It's not my style of a movie. Like I understand there's people that this is their style and I understand it and that's great. Like, I I really understand if you have that style, but there's some people that really do not understand or like these types of movies, and it's just kind of boring to them, especially when it's two and a half hours long. Like, it's one thing if you get those type of movies, it's an hour and 40 minutes, but I'm clocked out after, like, maybe 45 minutes.
1: Really? Well, I mean... There's,
0: like, I try and I try, and then like once I realize, my like, I give up. Like, where this is two and a half hours, and we're forty five minutes in. Yep, my eyes are closed. We're fine.
1: I mean, I, it's basically. I mean, you can categorize it many different ways. It's a p- well political okay, movie. So, I mean,
2: of course, you also at this point you're also looking at the fact that you have um, if you if you see this movie i don't know if i need to like if this is like a spoiler alert if anyone's listening to this they only do half the
1: book that was one of my problems with the movie is it ended so abruptly i don't mind that they broke the book in half but the way that it ended was just like what the fuck
2: Once again, here we are looking at Lord of the Rings, freaking The Hobbit trilogy. It's like, what do you mean we're done there? We we couldn't have gone, like, one more scene or something. I felt, you know, there could have been a better break.
1: Yeah. Having not knowing knowing the books, that that was my feeling. There had to have been a better spot to end this movie.
2: Absolutely. He could have taken, you know, we could have had the Lady Jessica be accepted, more accepted into the whole entire, um, you know, I don't want to say the the sh- um clan
1: the freeman or whatever
2: the, well the the fremen um they could with the shite they could have accepted more into the clan where she could have already taken over all uh, the lady be once again I'm doing spoiler alerts here yeah <laughs> that being said I felt like that I mean we didn't have to like have it where he is taken the the water of life and has become the quizzak cataract we could have let that go we could have went to where he's already established himself further into the plan of the frame of uh, the fremen
1: yeah
2: um so there i want to say that's where i had problems with this movie i get it two and a half hours already you are going for a vision maybe if david lynch would have had the opportunity to go for his vision he might have been better received later on but the backing on this, with all the cast, so therefore you know it's gonna, it's being made and it's going to be great. Um, we have another two and a half hour movie that we have to forward to look to, and we can see the visual effects. That being said, that's what that's one of the main reasons why I think this will not win Best Picture.
1: Oh, it has no shot. I don't think it has, it has a, any shot at winning best picture.
2: It's because they know if they don't give it best picture this time, they can catch it next time.
3: Yeah,
2: Just like the Lord of the Rings 1-2 yeah.
3: didn't
2: know. get it to the, th- you know what I'm saying? I yeah, don't mean to be that, sure. but it's almost like, whoa, well, you know, we didn't go ahead. But for the argument, you know, the writing of this, I felt was the dialogue was so much better. You know, there's some things that were left out with the book That could have been put in with David Lynch, but this one allowed it. So, the argument from Variety Magazine here is a scene that proves that um, it should win is um, when, you know, the Duke is talking to his son. A great man doesn't seek to lead, he is called to it. But if you answer is no and still be the only thing I ever needed you to be, you'll be my son. That being said, you know, that was left out in the the first one you know what i'm saying
1: but that is in the where, book like that's a direct quote from the book
2: and i don't want to say it's a direct quote but i remember them having more of a conversation about where his father with the bull, his grandfather with the bulls and this and that i remember that yeah yeah that you really didn't see that in the david lynch's adaptation i don't think i didn't understand why there was such a bond between the father and the son In the movie, even though I knew there was a bond in the book with this movie, I can see the more where why the lady Jessica was only ordered to bear him girls and she chose to bear him a son, you know. I can see
1: because she was she was actively trying to fulfill the prophecy. Is that why
2: Yes, she was. Um basically in the in david lynch's is like you just wanted to cater to him um your, your his vanity by giving him a son where she was trying to actively it's it's complicated between the book and this one but this mm. one i felt was more adequate or accurate
1: well i mean that at, at the root of this story you got the spice and the political intrigue and all that but it's essentially a messianic yeah story essentially yeah.
2: absolutely And like, I wish I would have saw this in the theaters too, you know, and most of the people, I think enough people out there know the story of Dune, you know, or you've heard of Frank Herbert, children of Dune, um, Messiah of Dune.
1: Yeah. I have a rough understanding of how the story unfolds, but I just haven't read the books. So. Yeah. And one thing I thought they overdid was in the marketing for this film. They, Zendaya was front and center
0: she's like yeah five minutes and she's
1: in, in the movie for all of five minutes I think they yeah, should have held it's... back on that and it made the Zendaya being in the movie a surprise not like a cameo yeah yeah essentially
2: well honestly his he was having visions of her name's Chani. yeah um which was Sean Young in the first movie would you know but um once again, absolutely the marketing on this that being said that's why i said he should have been more accepted into the clan you know you know before um the end of the of the, this movie they would have gave me like another 20 or 30 minutes of this movie and he would have been had more of the bond with her Johnny. Mm-hmm. i thought that would have been a better break because we like the marketing, we saw so much more of her, and she, like, literally was five minutes in this movie. She was, she was the studio. They essentially showed every moment She was of the her. Boba Fett.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: She was the Boba Fett.
1: I think if you oh. put all those trailers together, you saw her entire screen time in yep, just the that's trailers. about
2: it. That's absolutely correct. You are absolutely correct on that one. Yeah. So, so I would have wished I would have saw this movie in the theaters, too.
1: I yeah, I mean, that. The, like... It's just fucking stunning. I, I mean, I don't know how else to describe it. It's...
0: Did we have a 75-inch when we watched this? hmm
3: What?
0: I was just asking if we had our newest TV when we watched this.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're making part two. It's coming out, I think, next year. There's even talks of a third. I mean, how many books are there?
2: Four. Four four or five you have children of dune messiah of dune dune itself um I'm trying to think of all of
1: them so i mean they're, just, they're, they split the first book into two movies so i mean you could have a huge franchise if they string it out
2: if it gets a huge following i mean i mean once again i can go straight with the whole entire you know spoiler alert here you know do you want me to do the spoiler alert?
1: Yeah, go ahead.
2: Okay. So, anywho, um, he remember how he said he was willing to marry the empress? Yes. He marries the empress, okay. even though Choni is what you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Does it yeah, for that's why or it's something. the children of Dune. He actually marries the empress, and then you know, he has children with the other. One. It's a whole thing, you know. So, I mean, Frank Herbert went totally crazy, you know. He literally um it's 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 an epic it's an epic series yeah, you know he sure. there's so much intrigue so honestly it'd be it'd be interesting to see it'd be interesting to see if they could ex not that i want to compare it to this but you're looking at they had such high hopes of the lion the witch in the wardrobe series the chronicles yeah, of narnia yeah. and then it ended i would like to see if they could actually do this but at the same time i don't see them going as far as they could because all these people i mean the two movies they can get out of them for this one but that ensemble cast i don't think they can keep intact right right yeah yeah that's that's my problem that's where my vision is i don't think they'll go beyond the first book because how do you keep on reassembling this whole entire cast unless you start filming
1: them back to back like yep that'd be the only way to do it yeah um this, I mean, both movies have it, and I'm sure it's in the book, but it has one of my best lines, my favorite lines, is fear is the mind killer. Yep. I fucking love that. That's so fucking badass.
2: Absolutely. It's so true. So true. Fear is the mind killer.
1: And going forward, do they expand on, uh, oh, damn, I can't remember her name, but like the witches. <laughs> abilities um, and, like, the voice and all that?
2: Oh, yes, they do. Um, okay. The weirding? Yes, they yeah. do. Because, once again, here I am, spoiler alert, but I don't... Well, you've seen, it, they expand on it, how the witching weirding that may... They teach... He masters it himself, and then they teach it to all the Fremen. Okay. Because that's how they become such an elite killing force because they are taught in the ways of... The better does Gotcha. Yeah. So they do expand on it because basically it's mind control, and it's it goes into the book. And I'm hoping if they go, my luck is we're gonna have another two movies to get this book done. (laughs) If you really think about this, but it could be good. And once again, this is that's why I think it won't win the big dog. It'll win all the small little awards.
1: Right. like I said it's a genre genre film that those hardly get nominated so
2: and i was ready and i know in seeing that comprehensive list of 10 films nominated i'm like why isn't there a horror one in here
1: yeah I mean, that's I mean, that that hardly ever gets
2: and i'm yeah. just like there are so many good ones out there you know i mean have, not that
0: have you seen the one that's coming out on AMC x it's an A24. It's A24? No, I have not. Oh, no, it's going on AMC premiere. A- March 18th. Not. Oh. Um, it looks really good.
2: Once again, I just wish I will get a horror movie eventually. If we're nominated.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm. it still blows my mind that Hereditary and Tony Collette didn't get nominated that year. Absolutely. In, yeah. in Absolutely. What the fuck are you doing?
2: Even that being said, I don't know why Midsummer did not, not yeah, win. that should
1: have been nominated as well. Mm-hmm. 100%. Midsommar. Yeah, hundred percent. Midsummer. Yeah,
2: And It's definitely a cult movie, but it's good.
0: All right, so are we ready? Yeah, to I'd, I, did you want to rate this?
1: Yeah, I'd give it. I, I mean, I know I gave Belfast an eight and a half, but this is like an eight. It's right there. I
2: I want to see. And once again, I give it an 8.85 because that visual is just beautiful. Yeah,
1: it's stunning.
2: I just felt the ensemble cast is what pushes it forward. The cinematography is what pushes it forward. Could have it had a better cut point? Absolutely. That's where I'm having the hardest point. Yeah, for sure. But I'm going with that 8.5 because to me, it... It could have had a better cut point, but it's still at the same time, it was the truest compared to the last one. I mean, TV miniseries, they take so many liberties lately with because of cutting and editing and whatever. So I don't, I disregard the miniseries totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, But the David Lynch, for what it was worth, was extreme and it was... Unique in its own right too, but to me, it's an eight point five, and we already know what you know. You're gonna rate it because you fell asleep.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't rate any of that because it's not my style movie. Yeah, it well, no, you
2: you admit it. It's not your style. But once again, we're I'm happy that a sci-fi movie was actually nominated. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um. Okay, it's my turn. Good
1: lord. I I, I thought that might have been yours. Actually, I thought you might. Actually,
2: have you know, I love you guys to death, and you know, I had to take a moment, and I had to think hard and long about this. Um, three of them were knocked off before I even did it, because as far as I'm concerned, remakes can't win.
1: Well, that's okay. fair. That's fair.
2: Nightmare and Alley. That Nightmare was a Alley, Alley, Alley remake, 1947. Um, West Side Story. Yep. Sorry. I love you, Steven Spielberg. Love you to death. But nope. And Dune to Me was a remake. Even though it was... You can give it its second piece, second part. Then I'll be okay with it. Um, I tro- chose, which my husband watched with me. I watched a few other ones. We did um, Power of the Dog. Um, Coda. I watched Coda also. Okay. I chose... Don't do drive my car.
1: Oh, I, I wanted to see it. that, but
0: three hours I couldn't do.
1: <laughs> three I really, hours. I really did want to see that, but didn't. Didn't watch
2: I it. I am gonna give you, yeah, honestly, it's pretty, pretty darn good. Um, it's very. I was tired. I'm gonna be honest with you. When I was watching it, and there was times I kind of like. I wanted to close my eyes because I was tired. It was a long week. You know how it is. I was trying oh. to get all these in from working and stuff. And I was trying to get all this stuff in. And it was but it was keeping me awake. It was making me read. It was making me follow. And three hour long <laughs> three hours long of reading stuff <laughs> once again. And it's a lot. Especially my husband watching it. And he was dyslexic and he read the whole entire three hours too just to say that about a movie is you have to give the director it was compelling it was engrossing it was subplots of different um different stories within it um mm-hmm. i don't know if you ever i'm sure you guys read some of the synopsis on this yeah watched um, the
1: trailer and read some stuff but
2: okay so basically you have a guy he's married to a girl um they've been together for a while You know, it's it's a marriage. He's an actor and uh, director for plays. She's a screenwriter for TV. She, um, they suffer the loss of their daughter when she's four years old. Um, She dies from pneumonia. But they continue on with their life because they love each other. But something changes in her, okay? She, I don't know. She ends up, because something awakens in her and changes in her at the same time. So Therefore, she is a screenwriter for TV, but she envisions her storylines or plot lines during sex <laughs> when she narrates them to him. But it's not just to him. She's having sex on the side
3: oh dear. with other people, too. <laughs>
2: um. And, you know, he, but at the same time, and there was one time he goes away to go to a conference or something, comes back and he catches her with this young new actor that he know, he basically knows this is what she does. But they love and accept each other so much that he doesn't dignify the fact that he should have said something. He walks in on them. He just, he leaves and he goes about, you know, once again, you go about this whole entire you know, Japanese cool and control and all this stuff. But eventually she says to him the one day, one day, Hey, I need to talk to you. Uh, and he goes like, okay. So he goes driving around, (coughs) you know, he's driving around and driving around now. He had been in a car accident recently and driving around is his freedom. You know, so when mm-hmm. he's frustrated or whatever, he drives himself around. But he basically said he's got glaucoma in his eye. He might lose his sight or whatever. So he's driving around. He knows that she wants to talk to him when he gets home because he's never said anything, but there's something going on, you know? Right. You know, but so he delays going home. And when he gets home, she's dead on the floor. Oh, she has chef. a brain, and she has a brain aneurysm. Fast forward, he had, you know, you know, that night he has to go do his, you know, a couple of weeks later, he has to do his performance, but he has a breakdown doing his performance, whatever. They're like, okay, two years later, he's pulled himself back together. He's been hired to direct um, Uncle Vanya in Hiroshima, which even that has, it's like its own symbolism, you know. Hiroshima was destroyed, rising from the ashes. You know, you can look into all the symbolism. So he goes there and he's directing, but at the same time, he's the director and he's choosing these people as his actors. But some of them don't speak Japanese. Some of them speak Korean. Some of them speak sign language. And he tells them the emotions. If you just do your part, you will understand your fellow actors even though you don't, you can't understand them if you listen to your emotions. So you have a person who's speaking Japanese, you know, Korean sign language in a Japanese play. And it's just, it's, it's interesting how they do that. But you mean, mean, so he's telling everyone to keep on saying the lines and keep on saying the lines because eventually you will become the lines and the lines will become your expression. So they're just, he's catching a lot of flack from you know, the actors that he's chosen, oh, we just sit around and read lines every day, but then you can see them start to develop into their lines. Hmm. Now, the fact that he's gone to Hiroshima and he's the he's been hired to do this tenure there, you know, for this two months to put on this play, part of the thing is um, he can't drive. And he didn't realize this because he asked, he asked to sit, to stay outside Hiroshima like an hour away because part of what he does is listens to tapes that his wife had narrated to him where his part or other parts he would she would say the part and then he would say the part that's how he gets into doing this directions and stuff but they won't let him drive it's part of the insurance he so they hire him a driver hence drive my car right now, his car, it's an older car. It's a Saab 1995. You're looking at, you know, Japan where, you know, the whole entire thing is going on. It's all new and modern and mechanized. But his old car, because it's been taken care of, you know, she drives it. And he was reluctant at first of hiring her to be, you know, his driver. But he he finally, you know, relents. And she proves out to be a fabulous driver, and you will you know. You know slowly but surely they start to form a bond a little bit um meanwhile you know he's hired all these different you know actors to play the young actor that he caught his wife sleeping with auditions and he gives him the part of uncle Vanyan, the own guy in the movie um and he the, the actor is coming off of a scandal recently he had slept with a minor or something or whatever so but he doesn't have any control and you know they have several conversations where one admits to the other one that he loved you know his you know his wife but he never admits to sleeping with her and then the other one admits that he knew and the other one knows here's the end of the story that your wife never told you because she does it she actually finished that story when she was having sex with me you know little things oh, like God. that oh, and he's shit. like you don't and you don't have control because um and he's like he's saying you don't have control you don't have control so one night they're out drinking and you know of course they have a driver so he's like we'll drive you back to your hotel but they're getting the car and the the young actor leaves and comes back because he goes and follows this guy that was taking pictures of him because, remember, he's just come off a scandal. Right. And he doesn't have any control, and he once again, he's saying, you don't have control. You slept with my wife, you don't have control. You don't have control. You need to learn how to do your emotions. And once he gains control, he's able to play the part of Uncle Vanya with expressionlessness, but his emotion comes out. It's quite interesting. So later on, long story short, I'm sorry about this.
0: No, you're good. Continue. A
2: long story short, he goes to the. You know, they go to. Um, they're they're rehearsing us a few days before, it's supposed to open. You know, and they go and they're all rehearsing and, you know, the whole cast is finally coming together. You know, but the police show up. And arrest the kid, the young actor, because he beat up the guy took a picture of him because once again he doesn't have control because of he was taking pictures of him and he died Oh shit. so now the directors of this whole production said hey by the way you know either we shut down the production right now or you play uncle vanya now he's had a hard time playing uncle vanya since his wife died because it was You know, it's Andra, it's Chekhov, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with Chekhov's play or whatever. A little bit. So it's all about, once again, it's a play within a play. It's control, how emotions carry you through life. You can see all the symbolism here. And it's actually really good. So once again, we're looking at a three-hour movie. And he looks to his driver, his young driver, who's 23 years old, which happens to be the age his daughter would be if she had lived. Okay. So that's another reason why the bond is formed. He goes, like, well, take me back to your hometown. Because she left her hometown many years ago and just ended up driving until the car she had died and she found a job and has made her way into her life. Where they start bonding over the fact that her mother was an abusive mother. She, Her mother used to work in a brothel. She learned how to drive. Women don't really drive that much in Japan. She learned how to drive because her mom would make her drive to – um drop her at the train station every night because um she had to work in the brothels at night and she would have to pick her up in the morning and she was like 12 years old when she was doing this but she couldn't drive bad because if she woke her mom when she was driving to her to and from the train station so she go to work in a brothel Mm -hmm. she would have beat her up but then so she's in this abusive so then they realized that her mom had died in a mudslide of a house that came, you know, destroyed their house. But she admits to him that she could have saved her mom, but she didn't. She didn't want to. She just stood outside and watched, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then he admits to her that he could have saved his wife if he had just went home and talked to her, knowing that she wanted to talk to him, but he drove around. Yeah, that's, that's and It's pretty like heavy. this whole... It's, 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 it's great. You have like the bonds that go back and forth and then eventually they get this bond together. They, they console each other. And then later on, you know, and they go back and he, he actually decides that he's going to perform. He's going to be uncle Vanya. So the production does go, go on and he does this awesome performance, the best one he had because he did have a breakdown after his wife died.
3: Hmm.
2: And then you have him with the performance and it, then it cuts. I'm um, the next thing you know. You have her shopping, and she gets into his car with a dog in the a dog in the car. The dog was, um, the dog of one of the guys that chose him to be the director. And his wife is actually the one of the actors that he hired but they didn't know she was an actor, but she's the one that's deaf and has sign language because she used to be a dancer and things happen. It's just like there's so many different little subplots going on. And you see her drive away with this dog, Happy, and she's in his car. It's like almost life goes on. It transfers and take my car because he used to love driving himself around. It's just honestly a three-hour movie. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I chose this, all subtitles, can't believe this, my husband watched it with me, he loved it, and actually, he loved it. It yeah. was good. It was, you know, it is sometimes hard for him to read with, like, you know, dyslexia and stuff, but all the different subplots, and this, and that, it was just perfect. I chose this one because I want this one to win. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Do you do you I think did.
1: it has an actual shot?
2: I, I really hope it does have a shot, because after... I don't want to say Minari it to me it was a Minari snub last 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 uh year. Right. Where they nominated Minari for a foreign film best foreign th- what? <laughs> you know then no, it wasn't a foreign film. You know, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, that was kind of
2: It was kind odd, of hate. for sure. You know, and um so I guess it's got a 98% rating. I'm sorry I didn't go over this right away, but 98 percent rating. On Rotten Tomatoes. Um, uh let me see the IMD IMDb here. It doesn't give me a lot of ratings because it's just not getting rated because it's it's uh, streaming on HBO Max.
1: Is is on HBO Max?
2: It's on HBO Max. Okay. Um, it was released November twenty fourth. So of course, another reason why I chose it my birthday. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and I I just think okay, here we go. I got tomato meter of ninety eight percent. And 80% audience score. Um, I just really, really want to see this win because of what, you know, I felt like to me, I felt like once again, I felt like Minari did get snubbed last year. And the fact that if a foreign language film wins, I would actually be really ecstatic. I mean, there's so many different undertones and currents here you have like the checkoff plane playing and with the plane you have him developing the tit-a-tat with the guy that was sleeping with his wife you have his refusal to ever talk to his wife about the problems so he's ignoring it but he, he admits that he loves her but maybe he should have saved her but then he might have lost her it's the self-control I mean there's
1: just so my uh my overarching question would be is the relationship between him and his driver is that yeah more father-daughter or is it more romantic
2: father-daughter okay father-daughter uh, but at the same time it's also where they both admit the secret to each other i could have saved right, my wife right i could have saved my mom but i chose not to address the situation You know, that I think was whether or not it's infidelity or abuse, they admitted it to themselves that they could have done more in their lives, but they wouldn't be where they are and they're happy where they are because he's starting to learn how to cope being without her. Mm -hmm. She's learned how to cope with being out without his her mom and him accepting her as a driver because like you said. Uh, I said, men and you know, women in Japan do not drive. Men are traditionally drivers, and she drove, learned how to drive her mom a car because she was driving her mom to a brothel. I mean, right. <laughs> you know, and that's huge right there. You know, I guess that's what I'm saying. It definitely is. If you have the time, yes, it's three hours long. Don't get me wrong. You're going to probably hate every minute of it, but.
1: No, I had, I definitely wanted to see this. It was just uh distribution of time really i can get two movies in for the price of this one kind of thing
2: yeah and it is you know but and then you know when i say people ask it, well how was it you know and i always say this is what the movie was like you know when i say my husband could watch it for three hours right i mean in all honesty that's pretty huge
1: and honestly yeah. i think that's i mean had parasite not one was it two years ago Mhm yeah i I this movie probably wouldn't have gotten any recognition whatsoever, yeah, but I think going forward, there's gonna be a lot more foreign films considered for best Picture,
3: yeah, strictly I, because I of
1: I mean even the year before that was Roma got nominated, but didn't win yeah. so
2: the budget the budget on this is only five point one million dollars. I'm pretty sure. That it's probably made that money back. I mean, it was.
1: If it hasn't it was, yet, it most certainly will. Because every movie gets re-released in theaters after the Oscars. So.
2: Yeah, and you're looking at it. Um, it was. It did its world premiere at Cannes Film Festival. It won. Um, competed for Pomme Dior. It won three awards: best screenplay. You know, it's been, nominated, it's been nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, Best International Film, Best Adapted Screenplay. So it's adapted from a short story book.
1: Oh, okay. Um,
2: I uh, didn't realize that. Well, yeah, it's, uh, let me see if I can read it here. Man, what taken is take? It? it is, it's probably based on Haruki, Haruki Murakami's short story of the same name from his 2014 collection, Men Without Women. While taking inspiration to other stories in it, so it's a short story book, and it was like a little bit of everything adapted in. Interesting. Hmm. Um. It's got like the actors were good in it. Every I don't know. It just I can't really. And I looked at it all. You know. You know. You have this huge list, and I'm like, okay, no to Nightmare Alley, no to this, um, no to that. It was a remake. Let's focus on the other ones. And then I broke it down. You know, Coda. Awesome. Which I heard um, was
1: fantastic. We didn't watch it, but I heard Apple it was TV. great.
2: Great. I kind of like, but at the same time, I don't want to compare it to Sound of Silence. Okay. But at the same time, we had the deaf. It, it's a thing. I mean, and at the same time, we had like a mix of Kajillionaire in it because it's a a, a, a hearing girl with a family of deaf people where, to me, like, Pajillionaire was like a normal bro- girl that was born into a family of grifters that taught, it's a whole thing. Yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah. would see some comparisons there. Um, Honestly, really, really wanted to watch Licorice Pizza, because I've heard really good things about it when yeah, once again got Bradley I, I, I'm Cooper. I'm
1: not a big PTA guy. I yeah. I could never get into Paul Thomas Anderson shit for whatever but, reason. I,
2: wasn't paying for it i'm sorry guys you know i I went with that you know you had um just look up
1: don't look up don't look
0: up was gonna be one of my my go-to's until i saw belfast and then Mm -hmm. once i saw belfast i was like because don't look up has one of those movies to me like i have to say like holy shit like (laughs) that's where we're at i did like that movie (laughs) but i
1: I really don't understand how it got nominated for best picture to be honest like
0: it's because that's the world we live in everybody's like "What the i I
1: thoroughly enjoyed it but
2: i mean and then i was looking at you know i kind of like went back and forth with power of the dog um you know, which I kept on saying, my husband comes like, let's watch the dog movie. I'm like, no, honey, it's not a dog movie. Dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: no,
0: we watched it and it uh, was. It was a good movie. It but was a good movie. But
1: it seems to be really overhyped for me.
0: Well, I wasn't sure what the fuck was going on in the first hour. I was like, okay, I had to ask you questions. I'm like, I don't know what we're doing. Which here. I fucking love, by the way. What, him, him always you ask asking questions? me questions
1: during a fucking yeah, movie yeah. that I've never seen before?
0: <laughs> yeah, because I don't even know. You, uh, I
1: don't fucking know.
0: I don't know. I just want to make sure I don't know. That's my you whole know thing. Much as and, I do. So that, are we having one of those uh family
2: guy mov- mo- moments where you say, oh, we have a button where we can stop. Yeah, right. and ask the questions.
0: <laughs> like, I'm just in there like, I just want to make sure because sometimes I'm just gambling. <laughs> won't lie there's sometimes like okay this movie is just dragging a that's little bit. why
1: it pisses me off so much because you're not paying attention i I'm am paying questions. attention
0: but i want to make sure i wasn't missing anything and then when i ask you the questions you're like i don't fucking know i'm like okay then i haven't missed a thing thank god so
2: i mean honestly if i look at like you know nightmare alley watched it it was a remake don't look up watched it dune drive my car watched it Belfast, I did not. La Pizza, I did not. Power the Dog, I watched it. West Side Story, love you, Steven Spielberg.
1: Yeah, I, I've Natalie, seen it. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I, I saw I Natalie know.
2: Wood. I'm sorry. That's good enough. Yeah. Koda watched it. Um, the other one was King Richard.
1: Uh, I'm yeah. I I'm not a big biopic guy. I didn't care about that movie whatsoever, really.
2: I was like, it wanted. I wanted. I didn't watch it like I said, you know, there's ten, there's ten here in this movie, so there's like three I did not watch. You know, West Side Story was huge, long, you know, I watched, did not watch Mm. Belfast, and I did not watch King Richard. I did all the other ones, which is quite a bit, you know, if you think about it. Yeah. Um, But I really wanted to, uh, I don't think it's streaming, once again, I would have to pay for it, there's already enough other stuff we're paying for. I mean, if it's I mean, I've heard good things about it. I want to see Will Smith do better, you know. Yeah, he's recently. had a tough
0: go of it recently, for sure.
2: That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, um, I totally agree with that.
2: Yeah. I want to see him do better, but at the same time, is this the vehicle he could do better with? No, I don't think so. I don't. I think it, once I think they chose it because they wanted one of the best comprehensive list that they've ever had i mean honestly a genre sci-fi you have a biopic you have i mean there's a lot yep, I mean, it, sure. it has a little bit of everything in this. we just need a war movie and a horror movie and they'll be all
1: good <laughs> right tossing an yeah. animated one in there too and
2: yep, which got they all did, bases you know, covered. yeah and then we would have been all covered i mean throw another three movies in there it would have been fine
0: <laughs> yeah
2: um i'm gonna give drive my car a nine Okay.
0: okay. Nice. Wow, that's pretty good. I really I did
1: want to see that for sure.
2: Um, one would I watch it again? Yes, because I know there's, I know there's some stuff I missed because there was a couple times my eyes started closed because I was tired. But I just basically recited the movie to you, reading. <clears throat> it was good. I mean, I could I catch probably more. Absolutely. You know, you know that's why I think some of these movies watching him a second time I'm able to you can catch so much more.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's um, why I hoping, watched my movie twice. So,
2: I'm am I hoping that it wins? Absolutely, especially after the Minari snub last last week. I, I don't want to say a snub. I mean, Nomadland deserved it. Don't get me wrong. I just felt like it was a snub to not nominate Minari for best picture but best form film.
1: Yeah, when it's hardly a foreign film.
2: Film, yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. That's where I'm having the problem on. Right. Not that I'm saying it would have won, but at least nominated it.
1: Yeah, and that's why I'm just happy that Dune got a nomination because it just doesn't really happen all that often.
2: No, it doesn't. Now, out of all the 10, let's think about this. Who do you think is going to win?
1: Rev, you I, go first. Honestly, I don't know. Because, I mean, Power of the Dog is winning everything.
0: But I was not a big fan but, of that. Yeah,
1: I don't... It was a good film. But...
0: It was a good film, but it was too confusing. And I actually enjoy those movies. But I did not like it with this movie.
2: You know, and that's the bad thing. If I had to put it as a nutshell for Power of the Dog, um, you're looking at... Walk in the Clouds, Legends of the Fall, all roll, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got like a little bit of everything in that movie, no you know?
0: Doubt. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Which at the same time, you know, the coming of age, where <sighs> I don't, I'm just saying this about, I'm trying to, okay, Benedict Cumberbatch, okay. His character,
1: mm-hmm. you
2: know, and Jody McPhee or whatever.
1: Um, Jody Smith McPhee, or yeah, him. Like
2: now, when I just felt like, you know, they were saying he learns how to come to love. That love is acceptable. I just felt like there was a little more of a weird bond between those two, which I'm like, are we getting a Brokeback Mountain thing over? Kind of yeah, that's what that I was trying to, is, to figure out. They, yeah, that's where I'm going on that. Not that, you know, I'm not complaining, you know, because that's a genre, you know, it's it's a whole thing on its own. Well, it's but... a
0: cowboy thing. Like I think they were all closet gays, to be honest. I'm just going to say that. Well,
1: I mean, that was the thing. They should have gone one way or the other.
0: Either yes, flush they it out
1: more, or don't even let bother it go. with
2: it. Yeah. Or let it go. That's where I felt they could have done a little bit more with that. If they were gonna go, if they would have went in that direction, I could have seen the hype that's going along with this movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I get that.
2: If it's gonna win, I think it's gonna win. But do I need drive my drive my car to win? Absolutely, I would love to see them win.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, like having not seen drive my car, I would like to see Belfast win. Yeah. But that being said, I think I mean Power of the Dog's fucking taking everything at this point, so Yeah. That would be my pick for my prediction to win, not what I want to win. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
2: that's, that's what that's I'm saying, prediction. I mean, we know what's gonna happen. What, with, you, yeah.
0: with how the Oscars choose their you know, their style is the best way to put it. That's gonna be the winner. Yeah. It is. And with how the Society is today, I guess, is the best way to put it, too. Yeah.
2: Yeah, the nostalgia of the man coming of age and learning how to help his mom might be a little more than, you know, a woman writing her screenplays during sex to her lo- Yeah, I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a thing.
2: <laughs> it's going to be a thing. Uh, I mean, this was, a good, this was a good topic. It really was. I think I enjoyed this one.
0: Yeah. yeah, we. And I mean, I'm glad that we came up with this because now we're going to have actors and actresses, which none of these movies.
1: There is hardly any crossover in the actor-actress category. No, there wasn't. It the wasn't. Best picture, So that's so. going to
0: be a thing. So we're going to have to crank through Alien real quick so we can get through the next. Yeah. Before we, can. we get to Oscars. So. I think with us doing it Saturday today, so if we can get through Alien by early by Wednesday, I guess at the latest. Let me look.
2: Let me look right now.
0: Because it's just one movie, so we can Mm. crank through that pretty quick.
2: Uh, Okay, next week is the fourteenth. Is am I correct there? Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Um, I can do Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, or Sunday night.
0: Let's do Wednesday so that we okay. could uh, strength through Call it. Going through other okay, and okay. then um, yeah, because I got Sunday's casino night. So oh,
2: you know, I mean, I mean, it's if St. Patty's
0: Day we might need a drink. Oh yeah. Oh wait, When's St. Patty's Day?
2: The seventeenth.
0: Yeah. What day? What Thursday? Uh, it, th- it's Thursday. Oh Thursday. yeah, you got Thursday night off. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Um, I get out of work by four
2: awesome we should do something
0: i think that's drinky time i think so okay so okay. let's keep out in touch with that because i like that idea
2: i like that idea too yeah ah uh, good good show i like this we were talking a long time
1: yeah that was, that was a good one yeah i like that conversation i'm surprised
0: sure. and i'm glad we all chose different movies and I may have to watch yours for our 2021 now that you talked about it. Three hours, I mean. To, I wanted to, to, to see like, it for sure. I got the next t- two days off, possibly. I just have an oil change Monday, so. That'll be good. I can make it happen. It definitely so. it's
2: on Like I said, it's streaming on HBO Max right
0: now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's do it. Let's Onward do it. going to
1: Alien Resurrections next. Alien All right.
0: So Wednesday night, Alien Resurrection. Yep. Thursday night, St. Patty's, Green Beer. Yep. All right. We got still this. loving the shit.
2: Still loving it.
0: All right. Well, we'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye. Yeah, have Bye. a good one. Well, shit got a little loose. Hopefully, you understood everything.
1: Whether or not you agree or disagree with our take on the movies, hopefully, you learned something. Or were at least entertained.
0: So come back for more Booze Booze and and bullshit. Bullshit.